What do you want? You're in trouble, Wiley. I talked to that guy or, or whatever he is from the rink. Did he tell you I'm going to be good enough to play pro hockey? Yeah, but by then you'll be a snake. Look at yourself. Those aren't zits. You're changing, man, and no zit cream's going to change it back. That's stupid. You're worse than before. You used a stick again, didn't you? Scored four goals. It was awesome. Every time you use a stick, you get more like a snake. If you use it again, you'll be gone for good. You're just jealous. Look at yourself. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. Hi, blowholes. It's Melissa. <laughs> I was hoping you'd hold the S. I thought about it, but I think I feel more obnoxious each time I do it. Oh, yeah, that was your most tame yet. Yeah. Huh. Sorry. Well, we're seasoned vets at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Clocking in and clocking out, talking about Jake. Well, hold on, sorry. That's your number. Uh This is episode 146. We're talking Jake, the, the tale of Jake the Snake. You're GD right. <laughs> so last week we talked about the entire season of, uh, season six of Are You Afraid yeah. of the Dark? And uh, we're going to talk about season seven next week, but we kind of decided each of us would pick an episode from each respective season that we really wanted to talk about. And I can't explain why this was the one I wanted. Well, I can't explain why. It's endlessly fascinating and strange. And uh, I felt um, I felt a real need to watch it again and yeah. talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy yeah, that we did. Yeah, it was a good choice, I think. Had you seen this one before, Melissa? Um, yes, I vaguely oh, remember it yeah. from when we were younger. Mm. Um. Just as terrible as I remember. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. It didn't even make you giggle? Uh, sort of. I I always think of, um, like, the 13th floor, which I did that episode with you guys. That was so bad, but it was good. It was, it was good bad. This is just plain bad. Hmm. Huh. Okay. You guys disagree? Uh, I didn't ask of. you why we were doing this when you guys wrote me... Like, hey, do you want to be on this episode? This is the episode we're talking about. I didn't say why or ask you why. Well, I just figured it was because it's so bad. You always kind of come to mind, anyways, for Are You For the Dark. Uh, but I thought maybe you would see the um, the beauty in its kind of badness. No. Yeah. We had such a fun time ripping on 13th Floor. Yeah. I thought that's kind of where we were going here. Oh, have, yeah, have at think. it. Oh, okay, because that's where I am. You don't have to hold anything back. I, I like it. Purely for the reason that it's so bad and strange that it's fascinating. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear your take on it. Cool. Um, last week we also mentioned um, gruesome gourmets. We talked about that a lot, <laughs> sure. and that was oh, one I, uh, that was on Melissa's worst, bottom. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I totally agree with you. Uh huh. Thank you. Right on it. Somehow. We don't agree much. <laughs> But we can agree on this. Gruesome Gourmets is where you guys shake hands. Um, uh, somehow, uh, what did you rank it? Fifth. Fifth. The fifth best episode of the season out of uh, 13. It was, it, was, um, it was charming. It made me laugh a lot. Uh, I love the idea of like these kids investigating cannibals, even if they're not. 
Uh, the, I love the little clues along the way that kind of make you think maybe. <laughs> um, and you know what? Someone messaged us and brought up a great point that I meant to mention on the episode last week, but that it's really cool. You know, it's not over. I guess it's kind of overt that this is Are You Afraid of the Dark kind of showing us a gay couple without ever oh. saying anything. Yeah. And um, I mean, props. I Just simply yeah, props yeah. to Are You Afraid of the Dark for kind of doing this without fanfare. Yeah, it's I'll give like, it that. Yeah. It's kind of just something really cool. Um, That's definitely the most, by far the most, can, that can be said about the episode, <laughs> I think. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> I guess you just have to have a sophisticated sense mm. of humor. Yeah. Like, yeah. That could be it. Sure. It <laughs> no, I know I'm alone. I'm a, I know I'm alone. <laughs> it really is awful. I, I know I'm alone on this. All right. Uh, well, The Tale of Jake the Snake uh, premiered on March 20th, 1999. Uh, mm. Season six. Who knows what episode? But uh, tw- March 20th. <laughs> March 20th seemed to be a date I found a couple times. So let's talk a little bit about March of 1999. The Academy Awards are held that month, and Shakespeare in Love is the big winner. Mm. Did you ever see that one? Great flick. Really? Um, yeah, I liked it. Oh no, I haven't seen it. I you never saw it. No, it just seemed stupid. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. I'm a female, <laughs> so I enjoy Newsflash. a little romance here and there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Livin' La Vida Loca, sung by Ricky Martin, is released, and it'll eventually go on to sell 8 million so copies. So good. Oh, yeah, really catchy. Love it. Okay. You, you don't have fond memories of... Uh, fond memory? I feel like it's like Mambo number 5, except not as good as that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's an interesting take. He's grouping up the Latinos. Hmm. I was thinking more like One Hit Wonder. <laughs> is like, Lou Bega Kind Latino? of terrible, but... I don't know why in my head Sounds I always thought Lou Bega was, like, Canadian or something. <laughs> well, well it's Mambo. Maybe. I figure he's... You know, Cuban? Maybe. Maybe Cuban. Oh, boy. Yeah. Let's, I don't want to get out of, Let's yeah. get out of this I'm rabbit digging hole. myself a hole, and I, <laughs> uh, I want to stop. The Matrix uh, premieres that month, starring Keanu Reeves. Did mm. you guys like that when it came out? Uh, I don't think I saw it for a couple of years until it was, like, on DVD. Mm. I remember but being I confused. Like oh. I was like, oh, I'm too young for this. <laughs> I loved it then, and I love it now. Yeah, all three? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll mm. Give or take that last one. Mm. Uh, they all if are you're going to cut exactly one out, it, I think should be the second one. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, okay. that's maybe my favorite. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> right there is Gruesome Gourmet. <laughs> Um, you know, I didn't remember this, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, so something called the Melissa worm, uh, the Melissa worm infects Microsoft word processing and email systems around the world. It targeted Microsoft word and outlook based systems and created considerable network traffic. So the virus would be emailed to you with the message, important message. Uh, and then when you click to open it, it would say, don't show don't show anyone else with a oh wait here's the document you asked for don't show anyone else with a wink face uh and then if you clicked on it it would mass email itself to 50 more people in your contact list um it would disable the safe features on word and outlook as well as open up uh, adult sites um (laughs) Do you, do you remember anything about this? The no, Melissa worm? No. <laughs> they caught the guy like a week later uh, in, in uh, April. He admitted to it. 
Uh, he was sentenced to 20 months in federal prison and five thousand dollars. Uh, this that's David Smith. Is there is there ever a motive for that sort of thing, or just <laughs> the fun of it? it that's I fun. Imagine. I feel like you can't in, even see like the in destruction. Those, in just... those days of the internet, maybe just the fun of it. Huh. Though I feel like twenty months in jail is a little extreme. Like no. the five thousand dollars seems. I think they reasonable. said something like it caused, uh, like fifty million dollars in damage, something like that. Damn. You never got a virus okay. because they said they said it affected like major companies and businesses. So yeah. I guess okay. there was fallout. I don't yeah, know. Man. <laughs> Nowadays I'd just be like, oh yeah, he did that. <laughs> That's cool. That's funny. <laughs> I'm Apple. Don't care. Uh, a jury in Michigan finds Dr. Jack Kevorkian guilty of second degree murder for administering a lethal injection to a terminally ill man. I believe he received about 20 years in prison, but he only served eight before he was released. Mm. Um, Del Close dies, and I don't expect anybody maybe to know who Del Close is, but I'm a big fan of improv, and he's kind of the guy who um, a lot of very famous modern comedians trained under. He was like their teacher. Mm. Uh, so kind of a cool guy to look into if you're interested in improv or comedy, Del Close. Stanley Kubrick also dies that month mm. uh, at the age of 70 after just completing... Um, Eyes Wide Shut. And Joe DiMaggio, the American baseball player, uh, dies of lung cancer at the age of 84 in March of 1999. Oh. Hmm. He's T pretty old. Yeah. yeah. Lived, I didn't know he lived that long. Lived a good life. Yeah, good for him. Heck of a life. Cool guy. And that was the guy that married uh, Marilyn Monroe, right? Yeah. For a short stint. <laughs> Just like the others. <laughs> Celebs. Uh, <laughs> TV to premiere that month, we got uh, The Norm Show. Ugh. Love it. <laughs> Norm McDonald? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, even like, they're all canceled within a month, it seems like, yeah. but uh, they're all really funny. Yeah. Uh, probably the big one is Futurama. Oh. Uh, premieres in March Great. of 1989. I, I really remember settling in to watch that. Yeah. That yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah. That felt like almost as big as the year 2000 happening to me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh. Uh, Tenacious D's show on HBO premieres. I've always oh. been a big fan of that show. Yeah. Really funny. Uh, the Late Night Show with Craig Kilborn premieres that month. And uh, a channel I was very fond of, Nickelodeon Gas, Games uh, and Sports. Yes. Uh, premieres that, in March of 1999. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Uh, music, number one singles uh, for one week, Angel of Mine by Monica. Oh, yeah. Remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, you like that song? Yeah, I remember liking it. Okay. I, don't, I don't think I remember it. Uh, Believe by Cher for three weeks. Oh, yeah. Big one. Oh. That uh, auto-tune. I know. Nowadays, you're just so used to hearing it. Yeah. But when that song came out, it really felt like, what is she doing yeah. to her voice? She created a whole new yeah. way to record music. Good for her, I guess. <laughs> Maybe Cher doesn't give enough credit. She doesn't. Yeah. And do you guys believe in life after love? <laughs> I think Good you have question. to. Yeah. I think you have to. I sure do. Oh boy. It's tough news for Max. Oh, well. <laughs> he is the love of my life. So it's all one and the same. Until you're after That's love. That's a good answer. <laughs> um, yeah, well. Other albums to be released that month Silver Chair, Motorhead. Dropkick Murphys, uh, Wilco release Summer Teeth, Blur releases 13, 
Black Street, uh, Crash Test Dummies, Fugazi, Usher, Switchfoot, Bad Company, Duran Duran. Really a swamp of music. <laughs> Just a nasty swamp of music. <laughs> uh, movies. Uh, two number one movies that month. Month. Uh, analyze this for two weeks. Oh, okay. Were you a fan of that? Not really. Yeah. Never saw it. Thought you were a Billy Crystal. I am a Billy Crystal guy, mm. but um, you know, in small doses, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then for two weeks, a movie I don't remember: uh, Forces of Nature with Sandra Bullock. And, oh yeah. Uh, ben ben, Affleck? ben Affleck, yeah, remember that one? Good one. Huh. It was okay. It was, it was a classic. Um, Rom-com. Yeah, where like they're, I don't know if they, they're strangers and he's on the way to his wedding and they mm. get stuck. I think there's a hurricane or something. So then they can't travel. So then the two of them decide to travel together uh-huh. to his wedding. And then what do you think happens? They kind of fall for each other on the way to his wedding. And <laughs> who is he going to end up with? His bride to be or Sandra Bullock? You'll have to rent it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You want to know. Sandra Bullock, of course. Yeah. Oh, no, don't say. I don't know if I remember, so I can't even tell you. Uh, also released that month, Cruel Intentions, Baby Geniuses, Ten Things I Hate About You, and Doug's First Movie. Hmm. Which I'm not sure if I've ever seen all of. No, I don't think I have either. I don't think I've seen it in its full, uh, it's an entirety. I have seen Ten Things I Hate About You a oh, lot. me too. Fabulous. Uh, it's, pretty good. It is fabulous, you know, yeah. Such a good one. It's got uh, Alex Mack in it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, young Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Very charming. Uh, video games that month, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm with you. So good. I was just looking for it like two weeks ago. I can't get it. <laughs> the 1999 version? Yeah. They release all these stupid new ones. I... <laughs> Give me the old stuff. I know. Uh, Pokemon Snap. Mm. That oh. was a big deal, right? Uh, yes. Kind of. That was huge. I would come over here to play video games and like have sleep, cousins sleep overnight, yeah. and I would just want to play that game all night. And Andrew and Alex were not into it. They're like, "Please, can well, we just play something else?" Because I didn't have it at my house. Yeah. By the time this happened, I think it was like well past its initial release. But interesting thing. Oh, that, yeah, 1999. How old were we? Um, oh, we were still having cousin sleepovers. Yeah, pretty young. You're about the age you should stop. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, interesting thing about this game. Uh, that summer that it came out, Blockbuster had like a competition thing where like if you could give, you could bring in your cartridge and then if you had like a certain high score, you could print out the pictures and send it in for like a contest oh. or whatever. Oh. So I did this and then <clears throat> they sent back like, Everybody who got over a certain score, like, is in, but you have to do something else. Uh, so it was like, were you over the score? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it was a, um, you had to like tell a Pokemon story, like write a Pokemon story okay. and send it in, and they pick whoever wins or whatever. So I did it. Oh, I love it. And uh, <laughs> I won. Um, it was like a Pokemon Color Game Boy. Wow. With Pokemon Yellow, like right when that was coming yeah. out. Yeah. Um, so it That's was like cool. a second place wow. prize or something. Congratulations. Uh, I, thanks. Yeah. That you, was... you think there's any chance you still have this story? Um, man, I don't think they sent it back. Uh, I think I wrote it on paper. Old school. Um, yeah, you just sent it off. Yeah. Boy. 
maybe Blockbuster somehow <laughs> yeah, can I, get them back. Some corporate headquarters, <laughs> Andrew's papers just sitting in a file. <laughs> um, wow, that's really interesting. Uh, we also have EverQuest. Oh. Uh, Another, uh, when that came out, like, me and my brother and my dad played that for a few years, like, wow. just constantly. I don't remember this. Like, we were fighting over the computer who had to be on it, and, uh, it was really great for a while. Oh, cool. Uh, Heroes of Might and Magic 3, and Pepsi Man. <laughs> Do you have any recollection of Not Pepsi familiar Man? familiar with Pepsi no. Man. Okay. Uh, so that's a little bit about March of 1999, but... Uh, it just feels like we have to talk about Jake the Snake. <laughs> We're here. We might as well do it. Um, before we do it, uh, should we hear how uh, the story starts? Sure. That's kind of what my story's about. I thought your story was about hockey. It is, but it's about friendship, too. You see, friends stick by each other. If your friend's having fun, you have fun. If he needs help, you help him. But what would happen if your friend were in danger? And the only way to help him would be to put your own life on the line. Question is, could you do it? Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, I call this story. The Tale of Jake the Snake. So that was Tucker. Uh, <laughs> you know, okay. I, I would say that this Midnight Society, well, I guess we can get into it, but this segment doesn't really make sense to me. Um, no. Mm -mm. It's it usually like in terms of the story, like yeah, in relation yeah. to Yeah, the usually you can see the connection, but they just scare uh, Andy. And yeah. It doesn't really make sense. I mean, sense. I get it. It's like, it's a stretch. It's like, he's supposed, like, friends forgive friends for being a jerk sometimes. Yeah. I feel like All that's right. the sum of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's one of the <laughs> worst of the season. However, the rest of the episode isn't. But as we like to do, we like to kind of make our own Midnight Society opening segments as if we were at the campfire. So do you want to share your tale? Oh, sure. Or your yeah, intro? Yeah. We all want to be good at something, but how far would you go to be the best? Would you even be willing to give up the very things that make you who you are? <laughs> that was good. Very, very good. nice. Yeah, that feels actually very in line with the show. Like legit, that could have been what he said. I'm not even sure it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, would you like to share yours? <clears throat> yes, I would. Have you ever wanted to be so good at something that you'd give up everything, your friends, your soul? Your complexion. Oh, wow. that's good. Thanks. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that was a good quick one. Cool. Very quick. I, I did it on the fly. Very nice. All right. I went with kind of something conceptual here, so stick with me. This could take a second. Uh, here we go. <laughs> All right. Sometimes it's hard to make our own luck. Stuck in the muck, bad luck is hard to buck. All you want is a good slap at the puck. Sometimes it's others who help us get unstuck. <laughs> Finally, you're struck with some luck. A man in the basement who isn't fake. He can end your ache. He has a deal to make. Some luck to break. A stick for Jake. It's not a rake. It's a hockey stick that says snake. Use it or not. Is it worth the slap shot? It could be worth a lot. 
<laughs> do, you, do you have what it takes? A tale that makes you quiver and quake. So scary you'll shake a tale called Jake the Snake. Wow. <laughs> that was very good. It was like a high school English project. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And I just, you know, the whole high school class is like, what's wrong with this? Kid? <laughs> They'd be telling you to cut that down by two thirds if you're. <laughs> this was for the real episode. <laughs> Yeah. Have they ever told a? They've never done that, right? I don't think so. Oh. No, Nothing I, anywhere near <laughs> that. Like it involved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My head good. went to uh, you know a title that rhymed. That's real stupid. What, what could I? What could I do here? <laughs> that was great. All right. Yeah. Should we jump into it? Sure. So Andy arrives to an empty campfire when he hears a rustling in the trees. As he shakily calls for his friend, someone wearing a hockey mask jumps out at him. The rest of the Midnight Society arrives in time to stop Andy from running away, and the person in the hockey mask reveals himself to be Tucker. Oh, big fella, big fella, calm down. It was a goof. Oh, dude, you are so easy. This is mean. It's just Tucker. <sighs> Sorry, man, it's, it's for my story. Your story? Oh, I got one. Come on, sit with me. Whoa, rewind. Tucker just gassed you nasty and you're not ticked? Nah. Friends are like that, Quinn. If you ever get one, you'll know. Andy laughs it off because his Vange says, friends are like that. <laughs> Thanks, Vange. Yeah, but don't forget about uh, what uh, Quinn has to say. Whoa, rewind. Tucker just gassed you nasty and you're not ticked? <laughs> I love it. A I saying I'm going so to much. maybe frequent now. <laughs> gassed you nasty. He just gassed you nasty. I liked when he said, what do you say? Is that you guys messing around? Stop messing. Yeah. <laughs> like that. This, this episode has by far more quotes than I've ever written down for anything else I've ever reviewed. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to hear them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got another good one, but. Yeah. I'll bring them up as we go. <laughs> Tucker uses this as a transition into his story, posing the question, what would happen if your friend were in danger, and the only way to help him would be to put your own life on the line? Wait, what do you guys think about that? Would you die for a friend? Um, sure. <laughs> that yeah, I mean, it kind of depends. I don't know about this episode where he's being a jerk the whole time, and then he's got to come... Being an absolute monster yeah. to his friend, Zach. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I, yeah, I don't think I'd die for Wiley. Um, I think it, yeah, it depends probably on the circumstance. And if there was not that much time to think about it, like the less time to think about it, the more likely I would be to do it, Agreed. I think. Agreed. <laughs> but if I had days to think about my friend turning into a snake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love the reaction shots during this midnight. Tucker is like saying his thing. And for whatever reason, the reaction shots here are so intense. Quinn is on the edge of his seat. Mm-hmm. Vange is doing double around. takes. Yeah, I was. Wa- Are I you was guys hearing that this? Too. And that's kind of new. It wasn't always like that in every episode where they're. Yeah, like, usually it'd be like a quick cutaway where they they'd say, "Oh, cool." Yeah. Or, yeah, that sounds. There good. was often, I feel like much. a. Um, uh, man, I can't remember her name now, but the the. Kiki. Yes, Kiki. Like her, like looking at the the person next to her, like what's, what's about to happen? Got the chills. Uh, this is a weird lesson, though. It's like 
you should be big enough to like stand up for your friends even when they're totally coming down on you. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> I guess it's true, but it's it's a lot for a 12-year-old to swallow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be the bigger person. <laughs> so over an intense hockey match, Tucker explains that Zack and Wiley are best friends getting ready for hockey tryouts. Wiley gets hit in the nose as Zack makes an important shot, and the coach sends Wiley to the locker room to clean up. After the game, Wiley is discouraged and doubts he can make the team, but Zack encourages him to come to tryouts and to give it his best shot. To quote Zack, Come back ready tomorrow to bust it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that get me jacked up. Yeah, yeah. I noted right at that, at, during that dialogue, that it's... I mean, I say this all the time with the show, but that was the most terrible acting I've what? ever seen. By who? The, Zach? Yeah. Yeah, just, he's a bad actor, oh, for sure. so bad. Could I have been any worse? You'll pick it up tomorrow. These guys are good. Not like our pond league. So what? You're good, too. Man, I really wanted this. Wiley, I'm telling you, you're good enough to make this team. We both are. Just come back tomorrow ready to bust it, okay? All right. Wiley, get some ice for that nose. You look like a clown. See you later. Uh, that made me laugh. <laughs> I will say that I think maybe they're in the opposite roles that they should be, like actors. Interesting. Yeah. That might be a very good point. They, they, you know, we don't talk about this much with friends, but I don't think these guys have any chemistry. No. Mm-mm. I just don't see them ever being friends. <laughs> no, neither. <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah. um, on his way out, Wiley gets lost and ends up at the school's <laughs> old training room. <laughs> The door is locked, but before he can leave, a strange voice calls from inside and gives him a bag of ice for his busted nose. (laughs) This is maybe my favorite moment of this episode, is he gets at, he's like asks, do you want, do you need some ice for that nose? Like he'd been asked earlier in the episode, and the way the bag of ice is presented, (laughs) everything about who will find out is Jake the Snake behind the door. You can hear kind of a slimy yeah. slither when he moves <laughs> away. That sound, you know, it's supposed to be creepy, but it really made me laugh. Um, I love, <laughs> I love Wiley asking, "Did he sting too?" And and Jake the yes. Snake going, "Yes, he did." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Need some ice for that nose. Thanks. You remind me of a guy that used to play here. Really? Did he stink too? Yes, he did. At first. But he went on to be one of the greatest to ever play the game. Who was he? Desmond. Jake Desmond. They called him Jake the Snake because he could snake through any defense. How'd he get so good? He got himself a new stick. It gave him a whole new attitude. And he cleaned house. New stick? That's it? This wasn't just any stick. This stick had magic in it. Give me a break. If you don't believe me, try it yourself. All his stuff is still here. In 
basement. It's all down there. Even a stick. And then the phrase, uh, and he cleaned house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, just, it was very uh, bizarre. It wasn't very villain-like. Like, no, I quoted when, when he wrote, all of his stuff is still here. <laughs> Even his stick. Yeah, it was so strange. Yeah, it's a really strange way for the villain to interact with the main character. Yeah. I, I did note, I mean, I couldn't get it out of my head once I thought of it. The, the voice of Jake the Snake sounds so much like um, the can of vegetables from What Hot American Summer. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen what? Have you seen what? Hot? But once you have it in your head, I mean, think about it. It's, it is the can of vegetables from What Hot American Summer. <laughs> down here? Oh, boy. Wiley steps through the now unlocked door and down into the basement where he finds Jake the Snake Desmond's old stuff, including some strange skin. And a hockey stick. He finds his skates. He finds his jersey. Yeah, yeah it's all there. I mean, don't you think once you would have pulled some snakeskin and rat traps, you would have been like, no, nah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Wiley accidentally sticks his hand on a sticky rat trap. <laughs> sure does. And the hooded figure scares him off. The next day at tryouts, Wiley kills it, making shot after shot using the new stick. Was you lose a friend? Tired of taking a beating? I'm right here. Don't miss, Keith Boyd. Wow, you look ready to tear it up. You have no idea. Where'd you get this, the dump? <laughs> he does so well, he even makes the team by taking Zach's spot. With no remorse. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Couldn't care less. Friendship over the moment he makes that team. <laughs> well, his uh, attitude's already changing from using the stick. Yeah, what does yes. he say? Um, new stick, new attitude. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> when Zach asks Wiley how he did it, <laughs> that's how Wiley explains it. Man, I really thought I was going to make it. Yeah, it looks like I got your spot. Nice going. How did you turn it on like that? New stick, new attitude. Catch you later. Do shot my man. You're gonna kick some serious butt. Yeah! Oh boy, uh, what a piece of work. <laughs> that night, Wiley discovers a strange rash spreading over his body, and he has a dream that his stick turns into a real snake. Yeah. Um, a rare CGI yeah. moment on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Would you like think of it? Super CGI. Like, really super bad. CGI. Really, really bad. Certainly the best they could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, if, I mean, the Matrix did, came out that year. That's true. That was the best thing. You think they're working with the same budget? <laughs> approximately. Uh, you didn't think it kind of was cool? It feels appropriate to this episode that it looks so hilarious. Like, it's like, wow, yeah. yeah. Nails it. Sure. Scared me. <laughs> no. In the lunchroom the next day, Zach sits at the team table. And Wiley kicks him out for not being on the team. Hey guys, how's it going? What are you doing? Eating. What are you doing? Look around. What's wrong with this picture? Dushan hasn't dropped any food on his shirt yet. No, don't you get it? This is a team table, and you're not on the team. You can't sit here. <laughs> yeah, right. That's uh, very funny. You see anyone laughing? <laughs> 
Oh boy. That this was, was hard a, to watch. It was. I mean, that's just a moment where you go, "This is not my friend anymore." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was good while it lasted, I guess. Yeah. But this guy's We're not done. my friend. Yeah. And after Zach was like helping him out, totally. Yeah. He was the one getting him pumped up. Yeah. Gonna make it. Mm-hmm. Wiley the snake halpin. Wiley the snake, huh? Looks like you're getting the scales to match. It's just a rash. Looks pretty nasty to me. It's no big deal. You should have that checked. Cute little guy. What's his name? Uh, that one's Puzzler. Later, Wiley shows up in the science room, and Zach catches him trying to eat a mouse. <laughs> uh, here's another one of my favorite lines. Hi, Puzzler. You're kind of cute. Oh yes. I like you, Puzzler. I like you a lot. And I'd really like you for dessert. Are you demented? I, I don't know. One minute I'm looking at him, and, and then the next, it was like it was a, a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> again, very Just the weirdest like food you could come up with. To... Yeah. Everything about this episode's strange. Yeah. Nothing quite feels right. I love it. It feels like whoever was writing it was just like gonna throw caution to the wind like yeah. thought i could try to stay in the box on this but it's so insane already right that why not just just play it for what it is yeah. a boy turning into a snake <laughs> <laughs> between the mouse wiley's attitude and his peeling skin zach starts to realize that something's wrong but wiley won't listen before the first game, Zack overhears Wiley talking to the hooded figure. What do you want? I found the stick. I know. I saw you play. But weird things are happening. My skin's getting all scaly. Do you enjoy playing well? Well, well, yeah, but... You could be great, Wiley. Greater than anyone that's ever played. You could even be a pro. Pro? Just keep your mind on the game, and nothing will stop you. Hey, let's go. We got a game. The bus is leaving. <laughs> yeah, he's watching him in the back room. Yeah. Another good uh, between-the-door conversation. It is it's kind of a great moment with Zach in the background, like, peeking in, but it's really obvious. It's Can I ask I you something? So <laughs> when the conversation's over, someone pops in and says, hey, we got a game. Yeah. The door opens as if Jake the Snake is about to go do oh, something. Oh, yeah, that's what I know. <laughs> and then he sees that Zach's there and he quickly retreats. Yeah, like, where are you where is where he going? Where was he going? <laughs> he doesn't live in there? What could he possibly be have <laughs> to leave some- for? <laughs> he sometimes likes to step out into the real world for various things. so bizarre. Really weird. <laughs> I love that moment, too. It's just like, oh, you caught me. (laughs) After Wiley leaves, Zack sneaks into the basement where he discovers Jake the Snake Desmond, who explains that using the stick will eventually cause Wiley to transform into a snake himself. What's happening to Wiley? He'll soon belong to us. Us? Who's us? Allow me to introduce myself. 
My name is Jake the Snake. Is that it? Is he gonna get like you? He won't be so lucky. <laughs> I was the first to use the stick. Many others have followed. Once Wily scored his first goal in it, he began to transform. Each time he uses it, he changes a little bit more. Soon, you'll take one final shot, and the change will be complete. And then, he'll join my friends. Why, uh... It transforms him into a real snake, but Jake the Snake Desmond got transformed into a weird snake monster. Is yeah, unclear. I have strange. I have four questions in a row here based on the sequence where really Jake the Snake Desmond unru- unravels his plan to sure. Zach. Yeah. Um, like what? So I guess the question is. Yeah. I don't get why Jake's excited. What is Jake yeah, why getting is he, out of this? Why is he turning these people into snakes? None of this makes sense. What is satisfying? It doesn't serve a purpose for him. It's not as if he gets to become a stronger snake. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can... More friends? I figure that he's just so spiteful about having sure. turned into this snake monster that he's just yeah. tr- going after everybody. Why does he get to be the only one that's has hands yeah. and a voice and eyes? That's... Not clear. I don't think. Well, He's I just know, so powerful. This might be later, but when I was on IMDb doing my research, everything said that he's Snake Man. Like his character yeah, yeah, is Snake yeah, Man. Yeah. He's not even called Jake the Snake. Like, is that Jake the Snake, or is that well, that's Mr. Desmond, right? Is it? Okay. <laughs> uh, Snake yeah, Man. It's um, very weird. It's almost like maybe Jake the Snake became part of the story after. They came up with Snake Man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, but if you think about it, he serves almost no purpose to the episode except to tell Wiley there's a stick in the basement. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. th- there is true. no motive. He That's gets true. nothing out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just likes to see people suffer. Yeah, he's a sick, you know, son of a bee. Yeah. Yeah. And he explained the entire plan <laughs> to the friend. Like, why? Why are you telling him every single detail? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, like, getting off on it. <laughs> Maybe. He was a little wacky, too. He winked at Zach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a very weird moment. He's like, oh, he won't be turning into a snake monster. It won't be that good. Wink. Yeah, this whole interaction, uh, you know, he picks up a rat. And he goes, this is just a snack. And he flicks it. (laughs) He flicks the rat into the snake pit. He's just a wacky villain. Yeah. Also curious, like, he has this snake pit that he's feeding just for... Right. Like, to look at them, I guess. He has a collection. Like, who's going... Well, I guess Zach. Well, we don't know this yet. But... Also, do snakes eat humans? (laughs) Because he's threatening to (laughs) throw Zach in there. And I was sitting there going... I'm not sure snakes <laughs> eat humans. <laughs> so what would happen? <laughs> yeah. He falls and he's like, the snakes are like one foot deep. He's yeah. standing. And he would kill them. He would crush the snakes. <laughs> oh, another great line. Here comes dinner. <laughs> you love this episode. It, it's, not, it's not that I think it's a good episode. Yeah. It's just fun. It's utterly bizarre. Yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, there's not... I just can't think of quite another Are You Afraid of the Dark that 
feels like this episode. We didn't it's, even mention that crazy. there's a like ripping guitar solo hockey montage in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which feels purely Canadian and. I think maybe the closest episode to this is the Renegade Virus in its ridiculous, Go like, over-the-top yeah. nature. Go for it nature. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the virus is just there to kind of recap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Zach escapes, but when he tells Wiley about the transformation, Wiley refuses to listen. So Zach steals the stick and traps Wiley in his closet momentarily. When Zach gets back to school, he's dragged into the basement by a giant snake. Uh, which, <laughs> out of a I map. love this. Yes. yes, it's like it doesn't. It again doesn't make any sense. Like, is this Jake the Snake? I think so. Okay, he's just. I think he can transform in full snake. Oh, he can. He can go form. anaconda mode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a big snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like we all agree. <laughs> Jake the Snake can also turn into a snake. Uh, Wiley gets there just in time to witness it. And Jake the Snake Desmond suspends Zack over his snake pit. And Wiley runs down to save him. <laughs> My friends haven't eaten in such a long time. They're uh, very hungry. Come on, man, please don't. Don't. It's a shame. Wiley isn't here to feed. <laughs> he will be soon enough i am here let him go i have a better idea why don't you join your friends in the pit you'll be there soon anyway they all used the hockey stick just like you no no one more hit of the stick and you'll be one of them I'm telling you, let Zack go! <laughs> Wiley, do something! Jake warns Wiley that one more shot with the stick will finish the transformation. But Wiley takes the shot anyway, hitting a puck into Jake's head and saving Zack before he can fall into the pit. I love Zack yelling in slow motion. I wrote that down. Wiley, help! Yes. No. <laughs> it wasn't even. It was. It was like the same slow mo everybody uses. They didn't even tweak it a little bit. It was right. just a joke. I would have loved to watch it play out where he actually drops Zach in the snake pit and Zach just like gets out. <laughs> um, but Jake the snake does get trapped in the snake pit himself, and. Oh, well, he's saying he's submerged in a whole separate yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. So it, I guess it is pretty why does Why does anyone feel like Jake falling in the snake pit is even remotely a victory? <laughs> well, he's a snake. <laughs> he's trapped a little bit. How deep is this pit? It looks like a, you know, a basic uh, chest. I wrote yeah, yeah. that he hit him in the face. Like, that's it? Like, <laughs> I've never been hit in the face with anything and just fallen down. Well... He does have the powers of the snake stick. Yeah. So his, uh, and we saw earlier, uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but his first shot hitting the this trash can, can into this trash can, like, uh, it's like an empty can and yeah. somehow slams into this. Yeah. Cr- yeah. Almost extra power. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't be able to do that in real life if you didn't have. <laughs> if anything, it would, it would knock Melissa. you back. It wouldn't knock you forward. 
Uh, yeah, he Not does get kind of knocked back. Oh, really? A little. But then like, forward. Uh, somehow he falls into. The I'll pit. have to rewatch that in slow. You should rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> Even with Jake gone, Wiley starts to transform, and in a fit of rage, Zach snaps the stick. The stick transforms into two snakes in Zach's hands, and he tosses them into the furnace, ending the curse and saving Wiley from his slithery fate. Yeah. Like, I didn't Did see the stick breaking. Did of this... course that was going to happen. What? You didn't. You saw that coming? Oh, yes. That oh, it would turn thought... into a snake? <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know. Fine. No, that, that part I didn't see. But... I thought that was another hilarious moment. When it turned into the snake? Yeah, like, what logic is there behind that why would it snakes transforming nothing to do into with hockey sticks like it's, it's just crazy with decades. that cgi budget <laughs> i love him tossing it into the fire pit pumping his fist and he says school yeah, yeah. i also school love too. that there's this huge furnace in the basement of this school uh just raging yeah. it looked like a bonfire in there it wasn't it was just yeah so the question is right. has jake the snake been Heating the school? Is he <laughs> yeah, running yeah. the furnace? <laughs> <laughs> Just sit on that for yeah, a second. Yeah. <laughs> the, maybe that's why he was leaving. Maybe he's the custodian. Maybe. That could be. <laughs> you are crazy. Also, come to think of it, uh, the training room leads to the basement. That's what like, I... What? Yeah. The hell? They uh, just half-assed this entire thing. Well, nobody's using that training room anymore. Um, yeah, but, but the tr- he did go. But there like for the ice. door that says training room is the door that leads to the basement. Like yeah. that's yeah. the training room. That's strange. That is weird. But there was ice in there. Uh, <laughs> I forgot where to get that. <laughs> yes, ice. there's an ice machine in there. God, right I just the love so much how it like slides onto the screen. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> and that he's just on call. They come back a couple of times and it's just like, hey, you. It's just waiting, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm bored as hell. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> While, Wiley finally apologizes for being a jerk, and Zach reminds him that without the stick, he's back to being a crummy hockey player. Mm. Hat trick? Thanks, man. No, man. You saved me. I'm sorry, Zach. I was a real jerk. That's okay, man. But now you got a big problem. What? Well, without the stick, you're back to being a crummy hockey player. <laughs> Dushan's gonna eat you for lunch. I wasn't a crummy hockey player. Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. You were. <laughs> and they walk away. As they walk off, the door to the snake pit moves, and Jake the Snake Desmond's scaly hand reaches up. He's alive. I thought to myself, <laughs> the only way this could be really the worst is if we're left thinking he might come back. You, you found that to be a negative. <sighs> Just so um, unoriginal. I feel like it's the perfect topper to this episode. Like, yes, it's the only way it could end. Like, I really just... should have watched this from your perspective. Just have fun. <laughs> I, I want to watch this in a movie theater with people. Yeah, just a yeah. full audience who have no idea what they're about to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that we didn't talk about it. The design of Jake the Snake. Do you like? Oh, you like the way he looks? I think that's maybe like 
the technically strongest part of the episode. I found myself like staring, looking for what it is. Like, yeah. is it a black light yeah. on him? And it he's looked... wearing like a ski mask. It's very strange. And yeah, in one, it's hard to figure. In one moment, like you see his lips come out a little bit, mm. and it looks like snake-ish. Oh wow! I mean, vaguely. Yeah, he's got the fangs and glowing eyes, but it's so shadowed yeah. that you can't really mm. tell what's happening. I mean, you definitely see the scaly hands, which are cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Back at the campfire, the Midnight Society all think Andy is trying to scare them by rustling the bushes. Very cool. Sounds great, man. And Andy, I'm sorry that I... Where is... He was just here. You kidding me, right? Oh, no. There's something scary in the bushes. This guy's pathetic. Come on, Dink, don't embarrass yourself. Let's go, Weenie, move it. Who are you talking to? <laughs> and then we pan to the uh, hockey mask sitting in there. Storyteller's chair. Uh, yeah, this was a nonsense. Ending. Yeah. Like, what was it? I thought it would go back to, like, Andy and he'd have a string or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> like, I pulled one on yeah. you guys. Or yeah. one of the other members, like, colluding with Andy to yeah. get them back. Yeah, some, just yeah. some explanation. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that, that is the Perfect, conclusion though. to the yeah. masterpiece. Um, yeah, so good. Did any of yeah, your. Yeah, really incredible. Did, did you find it gross, the skin peeling and falling on the floor and <laughs> when he got out of bed and he was ripping it off? Yeah, I thought it was gross, but like good, you know, effective. Yeah. Yeah, it's like sick. Something about, I'm one of those people that peels my skin, on, uh, uh, like when I'm sunburned. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's totally like Kind of satisfying, but also pretty gross. gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh... I mentioned this last week, but I do love that, you know, in the three times where he's told that his skin is peeling and that it's not normal, his reaction is every time. It's fine. Yeah. I wrote that down. It's not a big deal. He said, look at your face. And he looked and it was like he didn't know how bad it was. And he goes, so? <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, what teenager is going to so? see their skin Your face is off? falling off. <laughs> so? You're jealous. I'm good at hockey. <laughs> it's worth the power of the stick. Clearly. What? No, I guess there's kind of like the vacant lot. Is there lot. anything you would? S- yeah, it's, we were saying last week. It's like yeah. the vacant lot and Dark yeah. Dragon. Except, like, except it's the in same. those, yeah. in, in vacant lot, distinctly, there is something to gain by the person right. who's per, who's yeah. giving off the curse. I understand why the woman in the parking lot yeah. wants her to buy these things. Right. I mean, those are definitely more technically sound episodes. <laughs> This is a... Jake the Snake is just a creep. (laughs) 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 Alright, well, should we talk about some of the stuff that went into it? Sure. Hi, this is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Uh, First, I took a look at Daniel DeSanto, otherwise known as Tucker. Mm -hmm. Um, He's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, he does some voice work, but he's been in Goosebumps, Half-Baked, 
Tales from the Crypt Keeper, Man Seeking Woman, Paw Patrol, and Kids in the Hall, I think, most notably. Wow. Um, Paw Patrol? Yeah. Is he a main voice? Uh, I didn't see... Well, I wouldn't know, I guess, if he was a main... I also took a look at Alex Ivanovici, also known as Jake the Snake Desmond. Yes. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't let me down. <laughs> uh, he spit in a lot of stuff, but the only really notable ones were 300, X-Men Days of Future Past, mm. and he does a lot of uh, voices in the Assassin's Creed games. He's got a cool-sounding voice. Yeah. Um, cool. Love, love this performance. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> Uh, this episode was directed by Mark Sullard. Uh, he, I, I just was not familiar with anything else he had directed. Yeah. Something called Student Bodies in the 90, 90s, uh, Adventure of Shirley Holmes. Um, but I just noted here he's directed eight Are You Afraid of the Darks, all season six and seven. Hmm. He directed all three Silver Sights. Oh. Uh, he directed Secret Admirer. Uh, he, dir- he directed Photo Finish, which is a seventh uh, season seven episode. Uh, Laser Maze, also season seven, and one of my favorites, Vampire Town. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> Vampire Town. Okay. Uh, this episode was written by Alan Kingsburg. Uh, Alan Kingsburg has written on the new Ghost Rider Mysteries, Pokemon Chronicles, World of Winx, Winx Club, uh, Law and Order Criminal Intent. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> quite a different <laughs> yeah. show there. Uh, he did write one segment of Doug, which was Doug's No Dummy. <laughs> wow. He's the one. And that's kind of a weird segment. That's unbelievable. You know? Oh, I'd we've like talked about it many up. times. <laughs> uh, I wonder how weird that Law and Order episode is. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and uh, other episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark that he wrote, uh, The Tale of Prisoners Past, mm. The Tale of the Unexpected Visitors, um, oh, of course. The Tale of <laughs> Photo Finish, and The Tale of Many Faces, uh, huh. also season seven. So that's a little bio. Yeah, uh, there wasn't much trivia I found, but uh, do you have anything? A few things. Okay. Um, one of the names on the team list is Ned Candle co-creator and executive producer on the Revival series yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, I also just noted that James Hayes Liboran, uh, Wiley also appears in the Tale of the Manaha Oh, uh, is he uh, the jerk brother? I'm not entirely okay. sure um, Also Sean Potter Sean, Sean Potter Duchamp he's one of the kids sitting at the table from the hockey team, also appears in the Tale of A Door Unlocked and the Tale of the Lunar Locusts. Ah, another season seven. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Only uh, episode title to rhyme. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Nice. Yeah. Uh, stray, <laughs> stray observations? You got a few. Uh, did you catch the hockey team colors? Sure. Purple? No. Blue? <laughs> Blue and red. Yeah. <laughs> Which, well, what, what team were uh, Wiley and Zach on? Oh, man. I don't know. Gladiators. Blue. Blue. Oh. <laughs> <I thought>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I that's see. what I meant. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one. Did you catch the mouse's name? Oh, sure. Oh, man, no. Puzzler. Yeah. Puzzler. Puzzler. <laughs> I like you, Puzzler. <laughs> <laughs> I like you a lot. Hot dog. Um, I'm sure... <laughs> 
I'm sure you caught this, why he's called Jake the Snake. Because <laughs> he would like weave and weave between everybody, is that what he said? Kind of. He can snake through <laughs> any defense. Oh, right. <laughs> Very that good. Proper. Um, what is Wiley's number? Four. Good job. That's the only thing I picked up and I said, oh, I didn't know which character it was, but I thought this is going to be a question they asked. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, what's Wiley's last name? Helpin? Yep. Helpin? Jeez. Had that one ready. Wiley oh. Helpin. <laughs> Helpin. Should be the friend's name. That's true. Yeah, that's, that is true. Yeah. Weird Helpin. that they named him Zach Loser. <laughs> Uh, Zach's number? Jersey number? Oh, boy. Uh, 34. 22. 22. Uh, Jake the Snake Desmond's number? Number four. Yep, you got it. <laughs> what color is his jersey? Red? White. Yeah, orange and black. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, like when he held it up? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay, I'm going to double check this later. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me know. <laughs> Maybe I am. Um, how many goals did Wiley score in the first game? Six? No. Nope. Four. Yep, four goals. Mm. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Says. So his number's four. Jake the Snake's number's four. Yep. Scores four goals. Yeah. Um, I'd do anything to get a hold of a, a Desmond jersey. Oh, An okay. orange and black, number four Desmond jersey. Oh, I was going to say that snake hockey stick. Oh, That'd be cool, yeah. Especially if it has the powers. You could probably find somebody on Etsy to make you that uh, jersey. That's true. It'll cost you. <laughs> yeah, probably not worth the cost. Who's Desmond, people will ask. <laughs> you don't know, Jake. Have a seat. <laughs> Listen to my hour-long <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, how about uh, there's a sign near the basement <laughs> steps? Do you happen to see what the sign said? Oh, man, it's something like this way to basement or something. Watch your step. Uh, <laughs> watch your step. A warning. Classic. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Not really, though, I guess. Well, it's a snake, it's a snake <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I did write down the entire list of the people who made the team. Oh, nice. Did you catch any of these names? No, I did not. <laughs> Except okay. for whatever his name That's was. probably the same answer. Um, Pierre Duclomp, Sean Dwyer, James Eaton, Ned Candle, as you mentioned, Mike Meiser, Robert Packwood, Panos Panthansiocho, Michael Siri, Eric Bessier, Marco Vendito, Wiley Helpin. Wow. All made that team. Wiley just made the cut, yeah. even with his... <laughs> oh, he's the uh, last one. Yeah. yeah. Even with his powers. He must have been really bad. Yeah, maybe the coach was like worried about a lawsuit with that bloody nose or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wiley mentions that a guy got checked through the glass once when he's at the lunch table. Did you happen to, ha- uh, did you happen to catch where that guy's from? Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan. Very nice. Uh, wow, good ear. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, one of his teammates is wearing a kind of a brand, a brand name hat, which I found weird in Are You For huh. The Dark. Did you happen to see what hat he was wearing? No. No. Izod. Oh. oh. Sponsor, maybe. <laughs> Are You For The Dark? <laughs> <laughs> maybe Skechers. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Space Camp. <laughs> 
Canada. <laughs> All right, so this episode ha has an 8.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Which is crazy. <laughs> I looked it up out of 596 votes. Yeah. That's 596 bonkers. votes. That, that is kind of crazy. I'm just surprised, yeah. Um, 6.7 out of 10 on TV.com. So out of five Crip stars, what did you give The Tale of Jake the Snake? Uh, I give it a three and a half. Jeez. <laughs> I, <laughs> what? I mean, I think Come it to meant... the dark side. <laughs> <the> best... <laughs> There's obviously a lot of weak things about it, but really? they all came together in a surprisingly strong way. So I think it just... Melissa like... <laughs> <Melissa> looks baffled. <laughs> it's like... It just, to me, feels like an episode made, written by somebody who, like, secretly knows what they're doing. Like, knows what they're doing so much that they were able to <laughs> turn this into a good episode. Like, if they got, like, I bet the uh, concept for it was already set out. So you, you get it on your desk, Jake the Snake, and it's about a guy in a <laughs> basement with this magic hockey stick. Like, turning that into a good episode is just, like... Huh. An impressive feat. I think my bar is way too high. <laughs> Where's your bar? <laughs> like, what's what's a perfect Are You For The Dark to you? Um, oh, the Gasly Gruner oh. is so well done Yeah. to me. I mean, that's a great, yeah. And this yeah, but they're not that far off. I'm joking, I'm messing with you, I'm messing with you. Should we, should we even, we haven't mentioned the fact that there was wasn't there there was a popular wrestler wrestler oh, named yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts, right? Yeah. Yeah, when I first looked it up to watch the episode. <laughs> Are they watching WWF this week? I was a little confused and then I remembered. Yeah. I, I mean same thing happened. I, I Googled it and I you know, I'm like, Oh yeah. A wrestler holding a huge snake. <laughs> Kinda weird that they made that choice knowing yeah. there was already someone so famous with that name. Yeah. He came first? Oh definitely. Yeah. But maybe wrestling wasn't as popular in Canada? Yeah, maybe. They didn't even know who he was. Maybe. That's a distinct possibility. Never heard of him. Too <laughs> funny. Um, what did you give it? I didn't tell you. <laughs> well, this one gets a one. A one? For me. I know. I just, I find it, I mean, I, I can appreciate that it's so bad it's good to you and you really like watching it, but this, like I said, maybe my bar's too high. Huh. The ending doesn't really make sense. The mo there's no motive. He, it's just so predictable. He explains his entire plot to this kid downstairs. It's just so um. stupid. And I don't like hockey. I don't like sports. Yeah, I don't Nothing really about this interests me. Hmm. Uh, would you rate this higher or lower than Gruesome Gourmets? Oh, higher. Oh. So Gourmets has like a zero? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't... I can't stand that episode. <laughs> I, think uh, if you, I think if you watch this one one more time... Do you want to do another... We could redo this next week. <laughs> Revisit. <laughs> Revisit next week. Does it hold up Viewing still? number two. <laughs> well, Max has not seen it, and... You have to... He has to watch it now. Maybe I'll sit down and watch it with him, suffer through it, and I'll write you an email, and you can you can read it or something. But not a fan. Oh, I could just hear his voice in my head. It makes me so happy. 
Ugh. You cleaned house. Um, <laughs> okay, one. I'm just a love it or hate it kind of person. Maybe that's my problem. Mm. I just don't. Nothing's really mediocre for me. Uh. I mean, it's either a one, a three, or a five. I see. I should really. I don't know. You should dabble in dust. No, don't something. change me. <laughs> <laughs> don't change me. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, how I feel. So. I ranked this 8 out of 13 last week, and I feel fine about that. This is a not-technically-good episode. It's kind of a mess when compared to, like, really good Are You, Are you Afraid of the Darks, but it's so enjoyable. It has so many lines that make me laugh. It's crazy in a lot of ways. So I decided to look at what I gave 15, The Dislocated Swede, because I feel exactly the same about that show where it's technically terrible, but I can't help but love it. So I'm giving this a 3.9. That wow. is crazy. <laughs> that, uh, That's pretty high. That is high. I feel like that has to shake up your uh, yeah. season six ratings. Or just your all-time you favorites. It's not what I gave it. Yeah. So I, rank, I gave them all Krebs stars to keep my order in kind of... Yeah. In mind, uh, I think I gave it a 1.5 <laughs> upon my first wow. watch of where I think if I were just to watch it with no sense of humor, it'd be a 1.5. So I don't have a sense of humor? I hate to break this to you, but <laughs> you didn't laugh during this episode. <laughs> um, no, I think it's fair. I think it's yes. fair to watch this episode and go, what this a piece sucks. of junk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also... Beautiful. Know. No, it's not beautiful. It's strange. <laughs> it's just strange. And uh, I admire how strange it is. How, like you kind of yeah. said, how boldly just confident it is and how weird it yeah. is. So um, I'll, I'm making that a symbolic score of like, no, of course it's not a four. Of course. But 3.9 because it brings me personal enjoyment. Yeah. I think you're giving the writer way too much credit for being some genius for writing something so bad that you enjoy it. Uh, he worked on uh, Law and Order Criminal Intent. <laughs> I really, <laughs> what do you really want? want... I mean, not that I have anything else to like gauge it on. I've never seen Law yeah. and Order, but I'd like to watch that. And I mean, you may very well be right that he's that this was just like a perfect lo- storm you love of... thinking that this is... No, Prisoners... Prisoner, he wrote Prisoners Past and, um... Oh, I thought you were going to say just Prisoners. He wrote the movie Prisoners? I missed that. Yeah, it got pretty dark. Uh, (laughs) Prisoners Past and Unexpected Visitors, which are both kind of in the same lane, which is... I kind of enjoy Unexpected Visitors, though. I like it, definitely like it better than Prisoners Past. Okay, I'll be interested. Um, So he... He also wrote um, Photo Finish and Many Faces, which we'll talk about next week on our season review. I think those are distinct episodes, so I'll be interested to see kind of what you think of those. Um, All right, do you want to name the episode? Yeah. I called this one The Tale of the Hockey Snake. You gave the whole thing away, right? There. <laughs> well, you know. Couldn't mean anything, Melissa. I named this the tale of the skin in the game. Ooh, oh, skin nice. in the game. Yeah. I'm really into the skin thing. Yeah, the that was peeling good. skin. Good. 
Uh, okay, I called this the tail of the snake bit. Snake bit? Snake bit. Yeah, to be snake bit means like bad luck. The snake bit. Oh. Okay. Is that right. a snake bite? Snake bit. <laughs> snake bit. You've I never think, heard of it? I thought you meant to say pit. Like you were bit by the, the snake? snake bit? Have you guys never heard the term snake bit? I've it heard means it. bad luck. No, I've never heard this before. Snake bit. <laughs> I guess the term the snake bit it just sounds a little. The definition of snake bit is someone who has been characterized by bad luck or subject to a series of misfortunes. Okay. I didn't know it was a noun. Oh, like they're snake bit. The snake bit. Okay, I'm changing it to the tail of snake bit. (laughs) Okay. Does that make you feel better? Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, It's going to lose. Okay. All right. I've never heard of that before, but but it is appropriate. I should have just gone with thin ice. All right. All right, go around one more time. Um, the tail of the hockey snake. <laughs> the tail of the skin in the game. The skin in the game? The skin in the game. No, the tail of skin yeah, in I the game. Yeah, I think better skin in the game. Yeah. All right, fine. The the, the, tail... the the's messing with us tonight. The tail of skin in the game. <laughs> <laughs> and the tail of snake bit. Um, you didn't like not putting the the in there? I think it makes more sense, snake bit. I, d- I know. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm bothered. Maybe everybody knows snake bit you know, out there. I guess, well, if they didn't, now you do. <laughs> Feel free to use it. I thought thin ice was pretty good. Where were you going with the that? The tail of thin ice. Oh, the tail of thin ice. Like you're on thin ice. Yeah. I know I that mean, You heard phrase. that term? <laughs> Just you heard that idiom? <laughs> now, if you're it on was thin the ice t- with me. <laughs> <laughs> Backing off. Now if it was the tail of thin ice... Maybe <laughs> with a <laughs> bunch of seeds. <laughs> I love it. Darn what it. a collaboration! Yeah. All right. Um, well, that uh, wraps up the tale of Jake the Snake. But uh, by no means are we done with Are You Afraid of the Dark this month. What are we doing next? <laughs> next time we're talking all of season seven. Yeah. Uh, gonna review it like we did with season six. Mm-hmm. Um, go over the highs and lows. Yeah. If you enjoyed our two and a half hour <laughs> season breakdown of season six, wait till you hear season seven. <laughs> um, it is fun to kind of look back at these, though, yeah. not being familiar. Yeah, so. I think overall uh, I've been a lot happier with them than I anticipated being. Yeah. It's just a, I don't know, they have more of the Are You Afraid of the Dark feel that I remember when they first aired. Yeah. Well, I hope people watch Jake the Snake. Um, oh, this episode, is, I think, would be a lot more enjoyable to listen to just having seen the yeah, absurdity. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you it, have to see it to really, to really understand what we're talking about. Yeah. In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. Uh, you can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can hear us on Podbean and iTunes. Leave us a review. That is really helpful. And speaking of helpful, Melissa. Happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for drudging through yeah. <laughs> this episode. Well, now I have to watch it again, so. You That'll think, be a pleasure. You really think you'll watch it again? Probably. Yeah. Well, Max will want to watch it now that he's listened to this. So. Sure. He's going to love it. And I'll let you know how I feel about it. I really will. Yeah, please. Maybe I'll change. Please let me know. (laughs) 
I was really tired, I was ready to take notes, I was ready to go, and I remembered it vaguely as a kid, so I was so disappointed when I started, like, ah, oh, no good. So we'll see. But I'm happy to be here, happy to <laughs> hang out with you guys. <laughs> Always oh, a fun time. Yeah, it was so great having you. Well, we'll see you next time, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Get one more thing. That's why I've shot and I know it ain't right. But I even wind up when I'm in tight. I don't ever mean to start a fight. The rep gets so uptight. Slap shot man, goalie's calling sick. Nightmares of the puck coming off his stick. The thought of a shutout is Watched it like three times. I really it. enjoy it. It just makes me <laughs> happy. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. That is good. Oh, thanks. Is that yours or Max? It's mine. Max didn't even <laughs> see oh. this. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, the one time you told I'm us. I'm so The one time you told us. That's true. The Max helped me. That's true.